Welcome to the Patient Flow Podcast powered by Teletracking. On today's episode, we meet Mark Holaska, Director of Health Systems for Teletracking. As an RN, BSN, Mark provides a unique perspective to patient care, particularly in perioptic nursing. He brings a 19-year background in healthcare IT to bring firm strategy to Teletracking's clinical workflow suite that specializes in perioperative technology to help operating rooms deliver on-time and effective care. Teletracking Susan McLaughlin recently caught up with Mark to discuss the industry. This is part one of a two-part conversation. If you could just start off with providing an overview of your background and how your background working in a perioperative site, how that really helps inform your view of the impact of this type of technology. Well, for most of my nursing career, I've been in the perioperative space, so that's about 35 years. I've been in direct patient care and also on the vendor side in various roles. So on the direct patient side, I was an OR circulating nurse, a scrub nurse. I was was trained in the Army. Um, I went in the Army specifically to get trained in the OR. They guaranteed me that. Um, And that's why I went there back many years ago. That was the only way I could get trained in the OR. They didn't provide that in nursing school. And then, you know, I became a travel nurse after the Army, um, which took me to a variety of hospitals. I've worked in little critical access hospitals with two, three, four ORs to some major medical centers in the country that had 40 ORs. Um, they were teaching hospitals, level one trauma centers. And, and at those facilities, I held the role of, you know, charge nurse. I managed service lines. I was part of the technology implementation teams when OR information systems were coming into the environment. And then I moved on to becoming an OR manager and an OR business manager. On the non-patient side, after about 15, 16 years on the patient side, I switched over to becoming a vendor. I was a consultant. A lot of hospitals were starting to look at technology. I talked to some vendors and they said, yes, we hire nurses for all kinds of things, you know, training and consulting. So I made the switch just because I had a lot of interest in computers and using technology to improve patient care. And also, you know, the OR business, I also have a, I'm an accountant. (laughs) I I use my GI bill to be, uh, get an accounting degree. So using that got me into the business OR management supply chain management, the OR, and also consulting. And from there, I went on to product management. So designing OR systems, scheduling, preference cards, all the areas that that perioperative nurses use the systems for. And then about 12 years ago, came to teletracking, changed my role in the patient flow but then it immediately kind of moved me right back into the perioperative space because patient flow doesn't just uh, stop when the patient rolls through the double doors for a procedure. It, it continues on. Well, Mark, your background is fascinating, and you really hit on both sides of things. So, Mark, taking putting on both hats, uh, could you talk about some of the key challenges that are facing people in the perioperative space? Sure. Recently, I've been to a couple of clients in the last few weeks now that things have opened up. And and I thought of this, and there were about three things that come to mind that I heard consistently at each of those clients. And and the first one is uh, the backlog for elective surgeries. Since uh, 
the pandemic, they had to shut down surgeries for quite a while, and and they the backlog has just been growing and growing. Staff shortages is another, and then supply chain issues. So, you know, the managing the OR, it's a unique place. You've got it's the largest revenue generator and probably cost center for most hospitals, and you've got limited resources. You got more surgeons wanting those resources than you've got resources. So it's, it's a, it's a balancing act every day. And then when you put pressures of not enough staff, not enough supplies and more, and again, even more than normal cases, you've got a lot to, to handle and a lot to juggle. So, you know, taking those kind of one at a time, you've got the backlog. I think that's been in the news a little bit. Um, if you look at a recent McKenzie study, they say that Hospital systems lost an estimated about $200 billion between March and June last year, which created a huge backlog. And looking at the backlog then, and it's grown since this study was done, they estimated there's probably about a million joint and spine surgeries and probably 1.1 to 1.6 million cataract surgeries on the backlog. And when you look at having to get all those done to get people back to you know, their lives back to work. Um, there's a lot of pressure on the surgeons and the, from the patients. And then, of course, the hospitals have a lot of revenue and to make up. You've got to figure out how to do that. They estimate it'll probably, if a hospital can increase utilization by 10%, it's still going to take almost two years to get through that backlog. Right. That's an astounding number of surgeries and an astounding time frame to create that, that catch up. Yeah, I remember having a little bit of a, a backlog when I was a manager, but I couldn't imagine. I talked to some of my friends around the country, and they're, they've just got a never-ending list. And then the next part is staffing. Then they then their staff have either aren't coming back or have retired. They're using a lot of traveling nurses. And then their staff are finding out they're paying the traveling nurses 40 to 50% premium on what their staff make. So the staff are quitting and becoming traveling nurses. And that's just not sustainable. So they have to try to figure out how to keep staff. Because without staff, you can't keep the rooms open. And now you've got less <laughs> rooms you can use to get that backlog done. So that adds to the backlog. So that's a, probably the second biggest challenge. And then supply chain. We've heard a lot about the PPE shortages, but there's a lot of supplies used in the OR, surgical drapes. They've got the PPE equipment. They've got implants. They've got to order. There's just so many unique supplies that are just used in the OR, and they are all being impacted by supply chain delays. I know I'm old enough to remember the show MASH and, and Radar. <laughs> um, that's my friend in Portland. He he is this OR's radar. He is spends his day just making calls and trying to figure out how to get what he needs to get his surgeries done for the next week. You know, he's working day to day, week to week, doesn't have the luxury of, you know, getting any inventory of, of routine supplies. He's just trying to keep things going day to day. And it, it's very stressful and very challenging for the ORs. Teletracking solution to help with effective patient flow through the perioperative space is clinical workflow suite. And the one benefit of it is that by creating visibility and 
showing each step in the process that it can really help with not necessarily the supply chain piece, but some of the capacity and on-time start challenges. Could you talk about how having this type of access, having this type of solution, that it helps the team gain some situational awareness? And you've talked about how flexibility is so important right now. Can you talk about how that can help them adjust and help them meet patient needs? You know, I look back at my probably the 30 or so hospitals I've worked at over the years. And then, of course, all the ones I've visited through uh, my vendor career. And, you know, there's a variety of ways that they use and they still use today to have situational awareness and be able to run the day-to-day operations, the OR. Everything from whiteboards to CCTVs where they they can take a look in a room from the front desk to simply walking around the ORs and just peeking in and and seeing what the progress of the case is. But the nice thing about technology today, and especially our our clinical workflow suite, is that you can have that situational awareness at your fingertips. So whether it's displayed on a big board or through a a mobile application, you can get a good idea of what's going on in each patient case and determine what needs to be changed, what any decisions need to be made. Do we have to make, you know, communicate to anyone to make sure that things don't stop? Um, there's no bottlenecks and you can basically keep the schedule running on time so that everything gets done earlier. Thank you for listening to the Patient Flow Podcast powered by Teletracking. We'll continue our conversation with Mark Halaska on our next episode.